I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking on Billy Bones A Paolo DiCaneo West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Proud of our history West Ham United More than just a podcast More Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is uh, season nine. It's episode forty-eight. Wow, that's a it's lot. Been of a long season. Another four. We've done a year. Been a long season. Yeah, I know. Um. So. Uh, so. back in town so pop pickers um, back in town is John John where are you and what are you doing I'm in my loft I'm happy to be speaking to you too thank you uh, loft man and Nigel back where are you and what are you doing I'm in my shed, shed even shorter this time um, good evening to you too uh, no, George, uh, he's gone out for a walk, although it might, I hope he hasn't gone out a walk in this weather. We've got thunder and lightning here in Surrey. I don't know about you, used twos. Uh, it's calm where I am. Yeah? Uh, it's calm where I am. Uh, oh. yeah. Is it true? Is it clad? Um, it's, I, I've read on uh, um, Twitter, so it must be true, that you named your son after a German goalkeeper. Is that true? That is true, yeah. How long, how long, is have, it you, true? How long have you known Nigel? Well, yeah, I've yeah. just said it's true. Is, is it not something that's ever been discussed before in a drunkard? I don't. I don't think oh. he has discussed it being after German. I mean, obviously, I knew what his son's name was, but he didn't know he was named after a, a German keeper. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He was, he did, did, have I not told you the story? You've told me the story. I think, yeah, we were in the... Um, what was that pub that we went to occasionally in, in West, in, um, black. yeah, black, black yeah, line. black, no, the one inside, the, the one before they put the barrier across and stopped you going through that one white on the end. What, the cow? That's it. Yeah. We were oh, in yeah. there a couple of times. We saw you in yeah. there walking back from there. Yeah. My, my wife walk. wanted to call my son Lewis. Yeah. Um, but while she was 
in labour, sort of unconscious. Uh, the midwife asked me what what we had for you know naming the baby. We didn't know, you know, I, I wasn't one for knowing. So I said, well, if it's a girl, it's Megan. I said, if it's a boy, and I looked at my wife, and she was out of it, and I went, oh, it's going to be Oliver. And and my wife knew nothing about it until out he popped, and the midwife held him up. and went, oh, we got a little Oliver. That's when we found out what uh, sex the baby was, and it was because obviously. Um, Oliver Kahn was, you know, the greatest goalkeeper at the time in the world. And I was a goalkeeper as well, part of the, you know, I was obviously not anywhere near the, being the greatest goalkeeper on Monster Flats, let alone the world. Um, hmm. So my son is called Oliver Kahn, which is good. Cool story, bro. When, you know, cool story, a couple of times we've been abroad, they, they look and sort of laugh. Um, over it means nothing. <laughs> hmm. Well... I haven't said this for a while, but we've got two games to discuss. Um, we've played. Uh, we've what? We've got two victories behind our belts, John. Um, or we've under. Played QP under over inside. Uh, we've played Q, uh, QPR and 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 the four <laughs> one, and we beat Palace Eagles and beat them two one. Good. Um, survival is, like is a short one. It must be. Yeah, so that, let's cool. start with um, West Ham 4, QPR 1. I will say, and we mentioned this last week, that the the, the club took a view that and, and agreed with the other clubs. There will be no revealing who, who played. There will be no um, revealing who scored. There will be no video. There will be no match reports. So, but you know, West Ham, they can't keep a secret. So, so we managed to, to get, um, they did release some photos. So let's start with the photos. So after it, they released some photos. So it showed people playing, uh, Mark Noble, Bowen, Allaire, Fornells, Fredericks, Rice, Ajeti, Masuaku, Cresswell, Wilshire, uh, Zante, Silva were all shown. Uh, there are other ones. Now, the goal scorers, now, we had a bit of a disagreement on this. Uh, Nigel, do you want to give your source and say who the goal scorers were, or have you gone off of that now? No, because I didn't... You're the one who alluded to a source. I just said someone told me. Yeah. I saw... So, the... <laughs> on Facebook. You know, on... Fa- yeah. Well, <laughs> as a side to seeing it on Claret and you, it must be true. Yeah. Um, so, scorers even you were, got one of the goal scorers wrong. Yeah, well, because that came yeah. from Stale, as we know now. Um, Alaire, Ajeti, Antonio and Masuaku were the four scorers of the West Ham goals. Uh, Hugo played, did not score. I forget who the QPR scorer was now. Um, but they let Hugo second, play, did they? They did let Hugo play. Um, play. Um, and, and there's a great picture of him looking like slightly confused next to, to Mark Noble. Um, I don't know a lot about, I mean, I know they played in three 30-minute um, segments like they did against Palace. I don't know a lot of the tactics beyond. I know that pretty much everyone played. Um, so, you know, he had a score of 25. Um, and, you know, everyone got got their chance, I think, in, in the uh, QPR. QPR apparently put on their, um, before we flatter ourselves, Masuaku got a goal and everything. 
um, QPR put on their kids on on the last uh, thirty minutes. So perhaps. So we don't even know who we got our goals against, do we? No, we, we could don't. Have been one nil down until the last thirty minutes. He stick the kids on, and then we get four against them. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that. <laughs> there is, um, there is that. Obviously, you didn't that. think about that, Sean, did you at all? Yeah, yeah. No. But, but I don't know enough. I know more about the second um, game. So, I'm, I mean, the fact that a jetty scored. Yeah, is that, is that his first goal in any game for it? You know, friendly and other or otherwise. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I think he is. Man. Yeah, I don't think he scored at all. Well, it might. I don't know. The thing is, people don't play reserve footballs anymore, do they? So, um, I don't think he has scored for us, you know. It's mm, a good sign. He might go on a run now. Well, well when we it, say he scored, I mean, he. He, he did score, didn't he? I think we can he confirm did. that. We did see yeah, that. We, um, we see the picture, didn't we, of him with the keeper yeah. on the floor, the ball at his feet, and four QPR defenders standing behind him. So yeah. we're guessing that's when he scored, but knowing him, he could have put We that are guessing when he scored. Yeah, but you're right. We we don't know much details. Look, and, and I've been told the reason... David Moyes wanted to keep this quiet is one he thinks it's all a bit naff you know these are not pre-season friendlies these are not proper competitive games these are training matches as far as he's aware and now I know Arsenal and other clubs have broadcast them and showed videos or bragged that they won 6-0 but he I'm told he thinks that's all a bit naff uh, and, and didn't want to take part in making this a big um you know, bragging session or bragging rights that we we beat two people in a training match because uh, it was under wasn't really under competitive conditions. Right, but we won four one against well, QPR. I'm brag about that. <laughs> you got you? Do you know any Rangers fans? Uh, I do, um, but I don't see them anymore. Okay, it was a certain person you knew as well. Who's that? Guy whose girlfriend had his, uh, didn't know she'd lost her handbags because someone uh, cut the handbag away and put bricks in its place. It's... <laughs> Do you remember? I'm trying to think who that is. Yeah. I, I won't announce him now, but okay. yeah, right. he was a strange guy. Yeah. Oh, I think I know you mean. Yeah, I've got it now. Um, so... Uh, anything to ask about the QPR match that I don't know? No. Well, why would we ask you if you don't know it? Well, you never know. I'm, I might, I might know something. No. What, what you just said? Have you got anything to ask me that I don't well, know? There, there might be, there might be a, a, a lower fact that I just go, oh yeah, well, I know that. What was the official attendance? Uh, it was uh, fifty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> 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 why? <laughs> was everybody happy afterwards? Yeah, I think everybody. Uh, I watched you know. the interview with Mark Walburton and um, Mark Walburton. Obviously, took time out from baking his bread rolls and, and his crumpets. Uh, was seemed to be pleased with the performance. QPR, all twenty-three players that they used, uh, put in. Hmm. That's good. That that was for the, the for the QPR, yeah. 
for yeah. the QPR. Yeah. Or well, obviously the QPR manager gave an interview to QPR. Well, I wouldn't um, know who the QPR manager is because I don't know a lot about football, remember, outside my West Ham bubble. I just told you. Well, we yeah, know, know that. <laughs> Even inside West Ham. Um, so, Mark Walburton, yeah. I've got some bad news. Ex-Rangers manager, if you're worried. I've got, I've got some bad Go on, news. And Brentford. Masuaku yes. suffered a knock and is injured. So, helpfully, on the second match on Saturday at the London Stadium, both these are at the London Stadium, with it behind the 12-foot wall, now the big wall's up, um, uh, shutting off the bridges. Um, they, they published a picture, and we won't get into the politics of this, of, of um, the players supporting Black Lives Matters. Right, so let's skip over that, right, and not go there. But but in that picture of both Crystal Palace fans and West Ham, helpfully, there was this great picture Fine. in the stadium. Were they in the ground? Twenty? Huh? Say that again. You just went fans, not fans. You just sorry. said fans. You said Crystal Palace fan. Crystal Palace squad. Sorry, squad. There was a great picture of twenty-eight oh, okay. people on the West Ham side. Now, three of them were coaching staff, but it meant there were 25 players. And lucky enough, uh, one of my followers helpfully zoomed in and worked out who they are. So, so in the squad on Saturday was Fabianski, Belbrainer, Antonio, uh, Elise, Fornells, Paul Nevin from the coaching staff, Declan Rice, Jack Wilshere, David Martin, Darren Randolph, Aaron Cresswell, Ryan Fredericks, obviously David Moyes. Um, Gerard Bowen, Mark Noble, Zanti Silva, uh, Ben Johnson, I forget the Codosio, I forget his first name, Alan Irvine from the coaching staff, Thomas Suchek, Jeremy Ngakia, uh, Seb Allaire, Carlos Sanchez, Albion Ajeti, Issa Diop, uh, Manuel Lanzini, Andre Yamalenko, and Philippe Anderson. So who, who do you reckon was missing then? If, if Quickly work it out. Who was missing? Well, Masuaku, was it? Masuaku Mark was Noble. missing. No, Mark Noble was in that list. Uh, well, I've worked um, out then, Masuaku. So it's Masuaku, there's four. Uh, Pablo Zabaleta Oh, you didn't say missing. four. You said, who was it? Four. You've right now this section, Sean. Um, and Angelo uh, Ogbonna. And, um, and the last one was, what have I said? Uh, Zabaleta, Ogbonna, Masuaku. Who am I missing? Who else was missing? Don't know. You tell me. It's my story, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's, you sort of presented this as this, this gripping. Well, great. <laughs> so, hang on. I'm, I'm missing one. Ogbonna. Get your list out, Sean. This is, this yeah, is I know. I will have to. Ogbonna. I uh, want to know. I, I want to know because right? I looked at the picture. You so, oh, Robert Snodgrass. Robert, Robert Snodgrass was missing too. Oh, go on, go on. You ask your question. How did he work out who was there? How does he work out who was there? They all looked the same. Well, I don't know. You're going to have to ask the guy who zoomed in. You have, you have to get the picture I pro or the club provided. If you went on Getty Images, you could get a, a great big high definition shot. So there you go. So if you've got better um, uh, copy a high definition copy from uh, who's Elise anyway? Who's Elise? He's a guy who's been on loan, he's a center back in the academy who's been on loan to Akron and Stanley. 
just come back. Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they're the ones missing. Ogbonna has got a knock. He's not been training every day. Masuaka, we know, picked up a knock at the QPR game. Snodgrass, I've got no idea, but he's got to have picked up a knock, hasn't he, in the QPR game to be missing. Zabaleta is the strange one. We haven't decided whether to um, extend his contract, but, but the same is true for Carlos Sanchez. So why was he missing? Again, you've got to take the view that he's uh, he's picked up a knock or they didn't want to risk him. Um, and he's, he's, uh, how old is he? 35? Don't know. Nigel, you're a stat man. Yeah, he's I believe he's 35. It's a question as Zabaleta. 280 grand go on. to extend his contract four weeks. Yeah. Would you, would you pay that? Nigel? It depends. The thing is, if if Ngakia, um, if Ngakia is not available and we don't sign Zabaleta, we rely on everything on Fredericks and Johnson who have been injury prone, the pair of them recently. So in the last three, so Ngakia was right back in the last three games we played, which was back in March anyway. Yeah. Um, the problem with Zabaleta is we know that there's there's a very distinct lack of pace there. That if he gets yeah. attacked, uh, he, he needs a lot of protection in front of him to help him out, even though his experience could be invaluable. So personally, if Johnson's fit and Fredericks is 100% fit, I wouldn't. Yeah, well, here you go. So that links me in really nicely. First of all, I'm going to ask John. John, would you extend his contract for 280 grand for four weeks? Um, no, I agree with what Nigel's saying, really. I mean, 280 okay. grand. How many? How many 20 grand a week is that for the Ngakia contract? Well, we didn't want to give him. So, so we're going to talk about Ngakia. First, first of all, let's give the score because it sort of brings it in there. West Ham two, Palace one. I mean, Lions. Three 30-minute uh, segments. Apparently, I was told by someone who watched the game, um, it was intense and played with full pace. Palace were well up for it. Um, Benteke scored the Palace played it goal. at the stadium. How did they play it in tents? <laughs> You're funny. Hang on a minute. Wouldn't the ball hit the canvas when it went up in the air? Um, who got the first goal? The West Ham goal? I don't know. You tell uh, me. I'm asking... Alaire. So Alaire, two in two, told Alaire looked sharp. Alaire um, was full of confidence. It was a headed goal. Came across, it sounds like they're crossing to him. Wow. Uh, and, it, and a headed goal, well taken, I'm, I'm told, as someone who watched it. And um, so the only player, and I'm going to come back to this in a minute, to play the whole 90 minutes was Declan Rice, who wore the captain's armband because Noble didn't play any part. He sat on the bench for full 90 minutes. He was fit, but he wasn't chosen. That might tell you something in a minute, but we'll come back to that. But Ngaki gets brought on for the last 30 minutes and scores a wonder goal. The person I said, it was a wonder goal. Took it right, left to right, top corner, um, and, and a well-taken goal for everyone who saw it. Now, that's a bit embarrassing because <laughs> everyone's going, Ngakia? You know, I thought it was over. I thought he... So... And he, he, last... was, he was linked with Palace, though, isn't he? So maybe he was coming out. Well, yeah, you should say, you funny you should say that. So so I just, I first asked someone, and, and the first answer I was got, in, got back was, oh, 
Moyes wanted to just give him some minutes on the pitch. And you're thinking, why? You know, why wouldn't you give Noble minutes on the pitch if you're giving Ngakia someone that's about to leave? So I said, you know, has the position changed? Nope, nope. So I'm told they're trying every day. They're still saying never too late for a change of heart. Ngakia, apparently his representatives, wall of silence. They have consistently asked, this is what my senior source says, uh, John, how much do you want for Ngakia to stay? No answer. They will not give a figure. Wall of silence. I know the Daily Mail reported 20 grand, and that's the figure you just used. Another person, uh, an ITK, uh, allegedly who, this has come uh, towards the player's side, has said he only wants eight grand a week. My source says there's been no talk. <laughs> you know, we've offered a number of different options. Each one has been rejected. They will not tell us how much they want for Ngakia to sign a contract. Now, I believe that's true. You may have different thoughts. But that says to me the player has no interest in staying and will probably end up at another club. So I guess the question you're asking is, so why did he play him? Is that what you're thinking? No, but the player long, I'll say it. Why did he play him, Sean? Then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked me that. Because apparently... <laughs> What he's worried about is he's still a, he's still a West Ham player to the end of June, all right. So he's got two games. We've got Wolves on Saturday and then um, Spurs uh, three days later. So he is worried. Our two right backs are Ryan Fredericks, just returned from a long-term injury, hasn't played. Ben Johnson, just returned from a long-term injury, hasn't played. He's worried that those two are not match fit. So his option for the first two games, while he's still a West Ham player is to play him, either start him or bring him on when uh, Fredericks or Johnson's legs gets tied on the first two games. So don't be surprised if Ngakia starts or Ngakia comes on as a substitute for Wolves and or Spurs. But my understanding is um, no demands. He's going to leave. It looks unlikely that he's going to have a late change of heart and he's going to probably leave the club. Um other people have different views, and there's always two sides to a story. My understand is they won't give us a price. If they don't give us a price, we can't offer him to stay. Um, if he does appear at another club, we will get compensation. The compensation works that any player who, under the age of 24, who joins another club, as long as we've offered him a contract, and we have, we offered him a three-year contract with a basic appearance bonuses and uh, automatic um pay rises um if he joins another club then we're entitled to compensation if that is palace if that is spurs if that is arsenal different stories going around or anyone else we can go to that club and say we want compensation if we can't agree a compensation between it it goes to a art special arbitration tribunal they set the price and it's based on what value they think it would be worth and sometimes there's performance-related bonuses. If he goes to play on for the first team, if he wins something, if he wins, you know, I don't know, Europe or plays for England, etc., then all of those things can be factored in in a compensation. But that said, I think we had this with uh, Dominic um, Quinner. Quina. Is it Quinner? Um, but <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know how much money we got out of that. But he did go on to play for Watford, didn't he? Does he play for he Watford, Watford first? Yeah, he he's still there. Watford. Yeah, he's not a regular. So that, that's where we Domingos are. Domingos yeah? I don't think it was Dominic, though, was it? Yeah, it's Domingos, isn't it? Yeah. 
where, where are you with Ngakia, John? Do you do you do you think we've still done wrong by him? Oh, I don't think we've done wrong by him. I think that something's gone on, and he's just wants to leave. Agents that, only really. get paid big big bucks if if players move on. That's that's the truth of it. Nigel. Well, um, well, as those that watch Lions United will know, I've said I'm sick of talking to the geezer. I'd rather, I'd, I'd, <laughs> right. I don't know why we played him Saturday because I'm sick of his name. He don't want to play for us, even if we have made him an offer, yeah, and they're not willing to negotiate or whatever. He don't want to play for us. That's the, that's the message. So if he wanted to play for us, but our offer wasn't good enough, then I think we'd be hearing more about negotiations. The fact that we're not yeah. hearing about negotiations tends me to lean towards the he's not signing no matter what we offer. So yeah, off he goes. Ta-da. Anyway, we won 2-1. We're unbeaten in, in the uh, practice matches. Woohoo! Uh, we faced Wolves on Saturday. Um, we go back to Rice. Uh, so so they were very careful what images they released okay from from Saturday even though I gave you the whole 25 squad but one thing they they didn't show but our friend Fabianski revealed on his own social media channel is a picture of him in action uh, and in that was uh, Declan Rice with the captain's armband well we know he played for the full 90 minutes he was the only player to play 90 minutes and he was the captain for all 90 minutes of that um Nobes was dropped. Does does that show that David Moyes is trying to big Rice up in advance of a possible bid from Chelsea? Does he does he see them as Noble not playing so much of a part in the end of the season and uh, and and Declan taking over the captain's armband? Quite possibly. Nigel. Well, if you think back to in years gone by, uh, Billy Bonds was replaced by Alvin Martin uh, yep. at a time when Bill was still a first-team squad player. Uh, he would have been about Alvin, 30, Alvin 30, Martin 30 at the time, by the way. Alvin Martin would have been about 26, 27, though. No. Uh, Declan Rice is 21, by the way. It's a young age. Yeah, so I... I yeah, he might have been about 25. Well, you say young age. Rhea Coker was, uh, I think, is the youngest uh, captain we've had. I think he was younger was than he? Bobby Moore when he became... Joe Cole was captain when he was a young age. Yeah, but I think Coker was 19 or 20 when he became our all captain. Right, all right, fair enough. So do, do you agree? He, do you think Rice will make a good captain? Yeah, I, personally speaking, I wouldn't see a problem because what you could do is you could call Declan Rice the first team captain and keep Mark Noble as the West Ham United captain and yeah, it, it has been done in the past where basically Declan so so Mark and it was done more back when you had like reserve so you like a player like Billy Bonds would be club captain where you know Alvin would be first team captain so basically out of respect for the bloke, he's like the far, you know, because of his longevity, Mark needs to stay at the club. You, you still keep him as uh, overall captain because of all the good work that he does. Because he's not losing the captain's armband due to lack of form. 
Um, yeah. When Alvin lost the captaincy, uh, it was passed to Julian Dix, who I believe would have been about 21, 22. So, um, it, 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 okay. it's, it's happened quite a lot in I mean, our... You know, you I think mean, how I young mean, Bobby Moore was to take the captain. I've been told you know, he's been he, he, he captained the team. I've been told that Moyes has pulled um, Rice to one side and said, I want to build the team around you next season. You are my style player and my well, team's look, going to be built If you want to keep him, and if, you know, we all know that there's, there's stories being thrown about left, right and centre. Chelsea are interested, blah, blah, blah. The thing I'd well, say about are. Declan is, he, you know, he, he, we all know that he was a... At Chelsea as a kid with Mason Mount, his best mates are there. Yeah, you know he, his family a big Chelsea fan. We all know that, but if we want to keep him away from there, then we've got to step up and do something even more. Yeah, and saying to him, "Listen, mate, we're going to build a team around you, and you're our captain, and you can look at our Mark Noble is, you can be the next Mark Noble, yeah. i.e., the Mister West Ham, and the crowd will idolise you, or." You know, do you want to be the next Frank Lampard and go to Chelsea and, and win everything? And win... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what do you want no, to do? I, I hear, yeah. I hear <laughs> when the, you put it the like Chelsea, that. The Chelsea's <laughs> interest is real. Um, he would be, he he would be willing to go to Chelsea, uh, but he would be sad to leave West Ham. Um, but he's got to think of his career. I I I got told a while ago by the senior source that not to worry because. They would need to sell Canty uh, um, to, to to bring Rice in, and in the last twenty four hours, Canty, what what a bottle um, of wine? Uh, what, how was his uh, how was his um, uh, how was his second name pronounced in John? What who, I don't know who you're talking about. I think he's talking Canty. Ingolo Kante. Yeah, not Kante. Not Kiante, as you said. All right, Kante. I sorry, I didn't know I said. Ingolo so, Kante. Kante is been rumoured to be going to uh, Real <laughs> Madrid been... for seventy two oh, million seventy two million pounds. How look, old is he? Bit... He's he's not that old, is he? He's about twenty twenty six. No. I think he's oh, he was he? at Leicester, wasn't he? He's about 27, 28, I think. Is he? Let me have a look. Anyway, £72 million is apparently the fee. Now, at that money, right? He's 29. He's 29, is he? 72 would be a hell of a lot for him. But that that's the money in, in the... I was told by senior source, if uh, Kante goes, then there's a real chance that Chelsea will come in. They don't want to let um, Rice go. They've said he'll be the last person. But I tell you what, if they take that 72 million quid and offer us 72 million quid, it's going to be hard to turn down, isn't it? If Chelsea, I mean, if Chelsea comes in with a cheap price, like 50 million or 40 million, I think they would just laugh them and go, nah. Well, if but they get 72 million, million, if they get 72 million for the 29-year-old Kante, then... They should come in with eighty million for the twenty-one year old. Yeah, I agree, Rice, and I think eighty million's enough to to prize him prize him away. I from wouldn't us be surprised in, in if you know, as much as your senior sources ever talk to you about things, I wouldn't be surprised if they're basing their financial next year on the fact that they are going to sell him. And he can go with what I'm told, which is he's the last player we would sell. 
Yeah. But anyway, we shall see. We shall see. I I hope... It'd be one of the first things that's ever happened since they've been there, wouldn't it? Actually making money on a player. Well, we've sold Hazabanovic. Did you see that? No. So Hazabanovic, Seed Hazabanovic, who came as a double deal with um, Anatovic, um, something a little bit dodgy there, or, or it came as a double deal anyway. He's on 50 grand a week, never played uh, for West Ham first team. Oh, I think he might have played some cup games, that's unfair. Um, but he was out in Sweden. There were stories from Sweden just about a week ago that he was being scouted by Man United and Arsenal and all these European teams that West Ham had turned down a £5 million bid for him. We bought him for, I think, about £3 million or something. So we've sold him. Uh, for a nominal fee is what I understand. Um, right. do, do, do you want to know how many games he's played for us? Go on. Two. <laughs> All right, get this, yeah. This is great. Yeah, go on. So he played against Wigan three years ago. Uh, sorry, against Bolton three years ago. And he got subbed yeah. off in the League Cup. Yeah. And then he, he last played for us where he came on as a sub against Wigan in the FA Cup defeat. All right. 28, yeah. Well, let's see how it gets on in Sweden. Yeah. So he ain't um, played in other Sweden. news, our, our brilliant goalkeeper, Roberto, made his debut for Alves. Alves? Um, Alves Eves, whatever they're called. Alves. Spanish. Alves. There you go. <laughs> you don't know me to pronounce it. I thought we were uh, talking about Sheffield that, Wednesday. Did, did you, I see did it? see it? Did, yeah. Well, yeah. I did. Yes, because I had to point that out to uh, uh, our Greek friend, uh, Zorba the Greek, Stelios, yeah. uh, who, 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 who Fox popped yesterday about how we've brought Roberto back. Because obviously I think he'd read that on Claret and You, to be fair to him. Yeah, well, I said he was coming yeah. back, but right. I said so, it was unlikely. I did oh, say right. it was unlikely to get yeah. his debut, but, but so but I then pointed out keeper got injured. No, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you're the reporter, not me. Their main keeper got sent off. Oh, he got sent off. I knew it was something. Yeah. yeah, but did you see he on the video of the yes. highlights? He made some brilliant saves and then made an absolute howler of a. Uh, it, it, I think the, the howler we saw the game, the one of the howlers I saw, I think the goal got disallowed so he sort of come out and missed the ball, he did his usual sort of try and double fist punch That's totally right, yeah but the, the, the second goal you know, he was all over the place he made some great saves and you'd think whoa, some, some great saves in the early days to keep his old club Espanyol out and then he goes and... But there was you know, a game where he did that for us early on, where he he, he did pull off some saves and then he let in a, some... Absolute, I don't know if it was the Burnley game where he had a complete shocker, but then there was like three or four wonder saves, which after watching yeah. the first out, as you well, did wonder how he saved them. The good news is he will be back because we haven't extended his... Um, um, or they haven't extended his loan beyond the end of June. So... Well, they might now because, well, it'll be interesting. No, well, we'll see. Two more weeks and he, he could be back. We've got another year of Roberto, by the way, on, on the contract. Uh, they're paying a fraction of his wages. Talking of loans, um, Cullen has, has uh, extended his loan to the end of the season with Charlton. 
who are under new ownership. Hugo, I mean, Cullen, by the way, is he like 25 or 26? I don't think he's under new ownership yet, Tolton. All right, but um, Cullen is, is 24 or 25, isn't he? 24. He, he can't. I mean, he's not going to make his breakthrough now. No disrespect to the guy. No, when his contract finishes at West Ham, he'll, he'll be leaving on a free. Hugo extended his contract with QPR again. We've offered them him at ten million, and they say, "Nah, no thanks." But but they do want him for the end. And Dear Garner has extended his loan. At well, we West offered Brom. to give QPR ten million for Hugill, and they turned <laughs> it down and said, "No, you can have him back." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and Dear Garner has extended his loan at West Brom despite being injured for a lot of the time. Apparently, we want twenty million for him, which would be a record signing. Um, and their their rumours are that they're saying, well, you know, if we are promoted to the Premier League, which we think we are, we're going to be a little bit prudent in what we spend in light of the pandemic. Uh, Twenty million is a bit too rich. Uh, is he fit? Us. He's fit now. Yeah, yeah, he's fit. So I, I'm hoping he comes back and plays for us next next season. Anyway, moving on. Uh, there was a rumour today, by the way, we'd signed a right back and someone had contacted me from River Plate, uh, Gonzalo Montiel, I think his name is. Not true. We, the, 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 the transfer window doesn't open to the 27th of July. Um, we're not signing anyone until we know which division they're in. So any, anybody who says we signed anyone, it's it's not happening. Um, is this like players that we're linked with on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, all those. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I write stories about most things we've linked and go, it's not true. Including the 30s. We've been linked with a Roma. Well, that's um, about half your tweets, to goal, be fair. Goalkeeper, who's 36 million. And apparently we're in competition, according to some, with with Chelsea and Spurs to sign a 36 million pound goalkeeper. This uh, um, Paul someone, I forget his name. That yeah. ain't going to happen. We've never, I mean, the most expensive keeper we ever bought was. Um, uh, well, why Fabian did you tweet it out then? I didn't. I wrote a story saying it won't happen. But you tweeted it out. I see your tweet where it said, "Like we're in, we're in talks with this." Oh, that would have been an automatic tweet. Which I am. Oh. I'm taking the express and the sun off. I am going to do that. I just haven't got around to it. Let's talk about the remaining fixtures because I don't know if you know, but the remaining fixtures. So we're playing Wolves uh, next Saturday at five thirty. Uh, Spurs Wednesday the 23rd, as we already know, at 8.15pm. And then Chelsea Wednesday the 1st of July, 8.15pm. We now know um, the final six um, dates. So it's Newcastle away on Saturday the 4th of July, 3pm. West Ham, Burnley at home, 8th of July, 8pm. Norwich away, 11th of July, 3pm. West Ham versus, uh, versus Watford, uh, so at home. 15th of July, 8pm. Man United uh, away, 18th of July, 3pm. At West Ham, Aston Villa, end of the season. Uh, as Sunday, far as I know, yeah. Are these, 26th of July, these are still open to be moved. They are open to be moved. They're all provisional dates. They're all on the West yeah. Ham. If if broadcasters want to move them for their own... Well, let's get uh, it put like this. Yeah, because I think you're misleading people when you say, oh, we know when we're playing. Because actually, the broadcasters are showing two games on like a Tuesday, two games on a Wednesday, two games on a Thursday, two ga- like two games on a Monday. Yeah. But so they haven't the picked these times and dates just randomly. Come on. 
No, but that's what they're doing. So the beginning of the season, if you look, yeah, they're going to have games on a Saturday and a Sunday, and then they're going to have games on the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, and the Thursday. Yeah, so they'll carry that on. We'll see. So we'll see. We'll see. What do you mean? You're we'll right. See? That's what's going to happen. We'll see. Well, these 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 have been published by Sky. These dates and times, and by the club. If you go on to the oh, so they've announced the, the TV, Pete. What what TV games are then? What BT is showing? They, what, no, what? they haven't yet. They're right. right there you go. Thank you very much. We've oh, got to the end of it then. Anyway, the, these are anyway. the dates. They're going to be moved. A few more things before we move on. Uh, the thirty million rights issue has been delayed to the end of June. Uh, this was brought up by friends at Wissa, published one of David Sullivan's emails. Uh, it was announced. Do you think that was a April. bit wrong of him to publish? Yeah, the it was email. wrong. Completely wrong to publish. Yeah, the email. I, I found that a bit, a, a bit. I know um, they blanked out his, you know, David. Well, Sullivan. yeah, but someone later then published it without the blanking out. Oh, which did is they? Worse. Yeah. Well, which is wrong. So there you go. What's yeah, someone no, coming? Name and shame. No, I don't know this person. Um, so I think it would be unfair, and I don't know their connection to to Wisa. So um, it, it seems slightly right, tell me unfair. Then. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what what else have we got? So oh, two rumours. Look, there was lots of rumours, but let me just pick two rumours that were crap. Um, we had two stories. One that we're going to go for Adam Lalana, thirty one year old croc on one hundred and ten grand a week from Liverpool. The other one was we're going to sign uh, Nathaniel Klein. At 75 grand a week, 29 from memory. Um, ain't going to happen. They were two crocs. They're, they're too mu much like Wilshire. Uh, David Moyes wants young, hungry players from other divisions, not the Premier League. We certainly haven't got the money, and they're not the kind of players we're going to buy, so let's put them to bed. And any other ones like that. Um, as we approach the game on Saturday, um, West Ham will, we, we've talked about there's going to be a 12-foot wall. There's only 37 red zone passes. So people around the pitch, the club can only have 37 red zone passes. 20 players, 12 coaches and 5 staff, West Ham staff, are allowed around the pitch area and the dugouts. Then there will be amber passes and green passes for press. How many amber passes? I don't know the number of amber passes, oh, but that will be oh, for the press and the, the director's boxes and, and, and stuff like that. So, But it will still be and a very limited people. affair. Oh, selected limited. people, I should selected say. People, yeah. um, and the final story, and this is a one for Nigel, is Zoom. Today it's been announced, I can tell you a funny story here, that Spurs are the first people to announce that they're going to do Zoom. And it's almost exactly like... Your idea. So <laughs> Zoom, that is a really funny story here. So they, are, I've been in there. They've got a competition and you can uh, take part, uh, put in a photo of your living room and your, your attire, your Spurs shirt, and you can join a Zoom. No audio, like I said in, in the idea of the article we did. And you, you have to have a Zoom account, uh, a subscription to a broadcaster to watch the actual game, two devices and a good internet connection. Now, my understanding is that's not just Spurs. This is available to all Premier League. So it's an agreement Premier League-wide that all clubs are going to do Zoom <laughs> and do these video walls, fan walls, with no 
audio, which is exactly the idea you said. Now, it, here's the funny thing. You remember we got in a lot of trouble when we printed this and it was run yeah. by the Daily Express. Because The reason the is, I can now reveal, the reason is they'd already had that idea. They thought it'd been leaked. Oh. So they'd already decided to have a Zoom video wall, right? <laughs> With the exact same details that you said, Nigel. And, and, and of course, there it is in the Daily Express. Oh, right. So there you go. So there, there's Zoomgate for you. Zoomgate is solved. The Premier League were already in discussions. Well, it's not solved. Zoom. It was just a fucking text. What do you mean? Well, you know. Oh, you texted uh, me and then it got yeah. blown out and went around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's it for this week um, from our news roundup and our uh, practice matches. Is, is there anything you twos want to talk about before we move on? John? No, no, nothing I want to say. Uh, Nigel? So, yes. Anything you oh. want to say? So, we've got to wish... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Brenda Hall a very happy birthday. For yesterday, she was 91. So, happy birthday, Brenda, to you. Happy birthday, oh, Brenda. Happy birthday. Do you, well, do should we sing it? I'll sing it to her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday you. Happy birthday, dear Brenda. Brenda. Brenda, Brenda. Happy birthday to, to you. So, 91 okay. years of age. Um, apparently, she's a long stand. She loves to sing Bubbles along with Doris Day. I read that, yeah. And I did ask who her favourite player was, and apparently she did fancy Malcolm Allison back in the day. Did, did you actually speak to her? No, I spoke to her son. All oh, right. Okay. Well, Fair enough. Well, happy birthday. And I texted him back. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. But anyway, yeah, always a pleasure. And she does enjoy the theme tune. All oh, right. Good. Especially, the extended, yeah, especially the extended version. Especially the extended version. Yeah. Anyway, uh, earlier than expected after 45 minutes, but it's time for this. Hey, it's Facebook Twitter question time where you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the three presenters, questions of statement or fact that Nigel will do, and he will also give a roundup of Super Six later. Nigel. So, two friendlies, two wins. Does this mean anything leading into the restart, or is the result secondary? And it's all about minutes on the pitch. Uh, I then asked, have you ever stole a joke? And if so, what's the best clean one you've got? <laughs> uh, Sean, JB and myself will cover this and other items tonight. Any other questions, welcome as well. Of course, Sean knows why I asked that question. Because we were on Irons United on Saturday where I cracked a joke about the crowd for Sean to then tweet it out later as if he'd wrote it. Oh dear, that's Sean all over. Isn't it? That and is it's typical, isn't it? Every time you say anything about anything to do with West Ham, bang! Uh, I'll have that. 
it'll yeah, make it it'll make either text. an article or, or yeah, yeah. and then say you'll say to him guys oh yeah thanks for that yeah so uh we've got drew from west ham till i die all right drew uh, drew, drew barley mcgrew very, very good yes uh Thanks to all for keeping the podcast coming during lockdown. He says they're much appreciated and they've helped me become the Olympic standard athlete I am today. I think he listens while he runs. Uh, over the weeks, he's even started warming to Sean. I think I need to get back. <laughs> God help us. That's like look, that's that's a that's a syndrome that's called, yeah. isn't it? When you yeah. get stuck yeah. in with someone. Um so uh yeah. Yes. Stockholm syndrome. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. Question. You ready? With the Premier League return this week, do any of yous have animosity towards the players for not taking pay cuts during the pandemic? And if not, what scenario would actually make you turn your back on top flight football in protest? He says, personally, I plan to add my name to the huge season ticket waiting list if we get relegated. This is his own little protest. He then says, Nigel, even though I live in devices, as you know, I do know, he, he don't talk like a farmer like that that they do out there in devices. Because <laughs> uh, he's not with the dodds, is he? Uh, but if it's easier, then feel free, which I didn't. So all the best, Drew. So there you go. The question was, do you have any animosity towards players for not taking a pay cut? We're all in it together. Yeah. I mean, really? I don't have, I don't have any animosity. I just, I, I was surprised they didn't, but I don't have animosity. I would have thought it would have, but then they came out. And let it, let it, me it put was, it to you, John. It, it was all very e- elongated, wasn't it? They, they confused it all with the PFA, and then they started up an NHS fund, and you know, instead of just. Do not everyone else did. You're on hundred grand a week. Just put it you in your personal position. You're on hundred grand a week, and they say we want you I'm to take not. a voluntary pay cut. Yeah, but so, pretend you are. You're, okay. you're Jack Wilshire, right? Do you take a pay cut voluntary? Would I? If it, if, yeah. it, if my club, if if I was working for someone and I was earning a large amount of money, and they said, look, while this is going on, our our company could go bankrupt. We won't be able to pay you this in the future. I might consider take a pay cut yeah I, I think it's easy to say when we're not in their position but I think I think it's easier to position, say in their we, position no I, I think I think they become very selfish and say well we're only earning money for this is why I think they agreed to deferment in the end because they sort of say well we're not we only earn a certain amount of money because we're you know we've only got a footballer's life for this much and you know why should we go without because the money will come back you know when, yeah when well, but I would say you look around other parts of the world, in Europe especially, a lot of clubs and a lot of players took that did that went down that yeah, route. Yeah, no, I agree. And the, and um, the Premier League but players I got any to, but I don't have Nigel, animosity. What do you? Do you? I was just surprised. Yeah, I've personally, I think the players have been, um, they behaved disgracefully. I think Premier League oh. players in, in doing that. I think the fans, for some reason, have let them get away with it. That hmm. there should have been more made out of it. You say about oh the money's going to come back now. Let's let's say we sign Zabaleta up. That's two hundred and eighty grand we've got to give him. Yeah, yeah. To do what he's just been paid not to do. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually we're giving him it more is, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To finish off the season where he's just been paid to finish the season that got 
got, and I understand it weren't their fault that the season's been nailed up, but it's a worldwide panic, a uh, uh, pandemic. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure I, they I mean, are going to do it. If they I can get away with that. Caveat that in saying that a company that, that one of the companies I freelance for uh, mandated all employees a 20% pay cut. Mandated them. And if they didn't like it, yeah. they could go, which didn't and, affect and, me because I'm I, not employed by them. But you know what they did to me? Cancelled all subcontract work. So I'm, I'm left yeah. without any work again. So Yeah, well, I had to take a 20% pay cut as well. well and mandate there you go. The whole company. So, no, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, all, you know, all this, oh, we took a deferment. Now, that's money in the bank. You're going to get it, mate. Mm. Yeah. I ain't getting money in the bank. I'm having to well, make I, do with whatever I can scramble together now. But for some reason, it just, it just was such a, a mess at the beginning when they all started talking about yeah. it. And it was just, again, the press got involved and started throwing all the political side of it about. And, but, yeah. you know. Anyway. It, it, uh, it was just a, a move, real mess. We, we, we've digressed a little bit on one question. All right. Well, no, it was a valid question, I thought. And I, I, to be fair, you know, I, I still can't fathom out why why fans haven't really like pointed that out more or, or journalists have gone to town on uh, oh, yeah, because the media have let it go and yeah, presented it as they actually went for the government, saying that why are they having a go at sports people, and you know, they actually went the other way. I think we've moved on to statues, John. Moved on to what, Sean? Statues. Did they? <laughs> anyway, yeah, moving there, on. there's a video of a cannon saying, "Len, isn't it? I've got a statue he can pull down." Hmm. Yeah, so I think he made one of us a statue, didn't he? Yeah, moving on, Nigel. Moving on. Uh, don't want to get political, do we? Uh, Belinda Kakakakatis. Uh, even in peeps, she says, two wins is good. She's happy with that. But I have no clue what that means for the first proper game. I don't think anyone does, Bill. Don't worry about it. No, uh, I'm hoping that the positive momentum will continue. Uh, she don't do jokes, uh, mainly because I'm rubbish and usually end up messing up the punchline. So I become the joke by virtue of my rubbish delivery, which sometimes rubbish delivery can be as good as the joke, Bill, to be fair. Uh, loving the show as always. You got any jokes, boys, that you want to tell? Um, no, I haven't, funny enough. No? Sean? Sean? Um, I, I, I do. Do you know what? Uh, uh, there's, there's a guy, um, Trevor, who's on the OSB, who sends some really bad dad jokes. Um, and I should have one ready. I'll, I'll get one ready. One of Trevor's best get dad jokes. I've got one on that I'll do later. I've Go got on. a Bernard Manning joke. Uh, all right, oh, boys. Oh. I'm quietly confident. You know from all this, <laughs> if they remove 40 Towers German scene oh, you know, in this it's current right. PC world, Bernard Manning is way off. Uh, Go on, then. All right, boys. Uh, this is Joe Nunn. He says, all right, boys, I'm quietly confident for the restart, but after winning the two friendlies, it will be typical West Ham, which is put as one word. Joe, we have a rule in here that actually that is West Ham, which is a little village in East Sussex down by Pevensey Bay, Eastbourne Way, uh, called Westham. Uh, West Ham is two words. Otherwise, I'll call you Jonan. Uh, so Jonan's carries on. It will be typical West Ham for us to now go and lose every game. Do you think the protest against the owners will carry on where they left off? Or will it all be swept under the carpet? He says, top job. I feel bad for taking the piss out of him now. Top job on the podcast. Keeps me sane while trying to steal all day. 
I think what he's saying is he's a steel worker. He's not. He's not on the on the on the on the take. On the rob. Uh, well, what do you call a man a with? So here's a go. What do you call a man with no shins? Shins. Tony. Hey. hey, that's the type of joke we're after. I like that one, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as for the protest, they've called the protests off for now, haven't they? Well, they have. Did they not make there was a an article in they, there was an article in the Sun, which then they sort of um, uh, they deferred it. Uh, so, what, what an article in the Sun sort of said that um, they were going to defer it. Uh, it said West Ham fans will act protests against the club until the COVID-19 pandemic is beaten. Hammers start their battle to beat the drop. Da, 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 da. Demonstrations calling for the removal of directors David Sullivan, David Golden, and Karen Brady took place before the last game against Southampton in February. But Hammers United spokesman, Andy, said internet campaigns would be dropped. He said, we don't feel it's right to ask people to focus on a protest campaign. We've decided not to do anything online regarding GSB out while people's lives are being affected. Now, that, that was the Sun article, but afterwards, they tweeted out, for clarification, this is Hammers United, for clarifications, Hammers United took the decision some time ago asking people to focus on a protest against the board while lives are being lost to COVID was not the right thing to do. GSB out remains our position and our protests, capitals, will be back. The GSB out campaign is not going anywhere. The opinion of the fans will not change. And when the time is right, we will pick up from where we left off. We continue to engage with the club over supporter issues, and we will continue our other work in the background. GSB have burnt their bridges, and although this is a respite, nothing has changed in this regard. All right. There you go. All well and good. Um, the, the, the weird thing about that is I did ask the other day on the Facebook group, Amazon United, um, about the protests. Or I saw it said where apparently one of the leaders of Amazon United denied that they were a protest group. They were a fans representative group. To, to which point I sort of said, do you <laughs> think, you know, because... Uh, I think that for me they're a protest group, and that's the way yeah, they, they should I be. Mean, I think they've and admitted I think, that. Really? I think, well, no, they're saying they're not. They're fans' representation, but I don't get how they can expect to all this emailing the club about season tickets. The same with Wissa. They're protest groups because they've took part in protests against the owners. The owners are not likely to ever want to sit down and achieve anything. So get on yeah, and do your protests. Group, yeah. So, yeah. and this is what I say, people from Amazon United, you are a protest group because yeah, the GSB campaign is a protest against the owners. You cannot email them and expect them to, you know, to be forthcoming to you when when the actual aim is to drive them out of the club, you know, uh, yeah. which to be fair, I wouldn't be sad to see them go. I think we all know that. I don't need to go down that road. But, you know, let's put it like it is at the end of the day. Don't sit there and say you're a fan's representation because you're not your protest group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Colonel's back. Howdy, gents. Colonel here. It's Paul Sanders. Uh, I enjoyed his, uh, his fine wares for the first time yesterday. He's a firm believer that when it comes to West Ham, it's the hope that kills you. 
He says, with two wins, six goals, and Haller looking lean and potent in front of goal, the only possible outcome for you, Wolves, is a crushing defeat. Probably due to a defensive mix-up, a keeper of Haller, and a bad <laughs> VAR decision. He says, nevertheless, he will be watching and cheering on the team. He said, the pod is now so long, I've up to upgrade my smartwatch to recall the steps of my government-described daily exercise. <laughs> 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 Keep up the good work and come on your irons. Uh, thank you very much, dear. Sounds about right, to be honest. That is, yeah. Uh, Dave Sperry says, how will use lot be enjoying the return of West Ham? And more importantly, what will you be enjoying it with? Some of Mr. Shedman's, oh, Mrs. Shedman's pies. Love the podcast, Brady out. Well, Saturday, I will be watching the game with pie and mash. After I've done my deliveries in Upminster, Hornchurch, Raynham, and surrounding areas, people. Uh, how will well, you I be enjoying to be the game? With, I'll be hoping to watch it with some friends. Are we? Will you be yeah. on Zoom? Will you? Will you taking part? Well, I just I, we, I we don't know. We've been invited, Sean, haven't we? I I don't know where I'll be watching from, but I just hope to watch <laughs> it with some friends. That's all I'll say. All right. I thought I was your only real friend, and I haven't had an invite. Well, I'll try and get you an invite as well, Johnny. Yeah, oh, that's been nice. Yeah, because if you don't know, I don't know what friends you'll be watching it with, to be fair. Yeah. <sighs> you never Bought know. and paid for, probably. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Gravit, friend of the show, a proper friend of the show. Good evening, gents. Great podcast as usual. Here's a joke for you. A uh, bloke walks into the pub, says to the barman, I should vet these before I read them out, actually. Uh, can I have a double whiskey, please? Barman pours it. So he dans it and says, can I have another? He dans that one too and says, shouldn't have done that with what I've got. Barman nervously says, why? What have you got? <laughs> 50p, says the bloke. <laughs> anyway, just as confused as why and Gakia said he doesn't want to uh, play with the club anymore. Then plays in a friendly and scores. Was he advised by his agent so as not to lose face? Good point. Do you think his agent went, well, you better. What, better play? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think he wants to put himself in the uh, in the window. You don't want to not play. So, yeah, why not? Of course, I did make the joke that he was probably playing for Palace. And uh, it, it was a known goal. Um, but, obviously... You know, you just stole that. Uh, Ian then goes, he bought the missus a bag and belt for Christmas. He said, the fucking Uber works a treat now. Hey. Can I can yes, I do a sir. joke? Yeah, go on then. I just bought myself a new blindfold, but I can't see myself wearing it. Uh, <laughs> Spanish magician tells the audience he disappear on the count of three. He says, un, dos, and then poof, he disappears without a triz. There you go. <laughs> what did he say? How did he go? How did he disappear? Tray. Tray. No, how did he disappear? <laughs> you went under and what? <laughs> so, yeah, Sean, you're Googling <laughs> facilities. Sure. No, I'm, I'm looking at the <laughs> dad jokes on, on Twitter. Yeah, that's a bit. We'll have Pride of Irons on after that joke. I'll tell you, mate, they'll be putting in a complaint after what you just said. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, fellas. 
There's not many other people too insulting there. Wait, wait till I get to me uh, bird of manning joke. Uh, a good evening, fellas. Says Aaron Mead. Evening, Aaron. Who played more combined minutes in the two friendlies, uh, Ngakia or Johnson? Ooh, did Johnson play? Johnson did play, um, and uh, but but Ngakia didn't play in the first one. He only played thirty minutes. I would go. I don't know this exact, but I know Johnson played something in both. So I would say it's Johnson. Um, beyond Ngakia, only played thirty minutes in the second game. Right. Uh, Aaron Carrizoni surprised and Gaki is getting a sniff after rejecting his deal. Does this mean there's hope of a turnaround? Possibly, maybe, definitely we, not. Well, we've, no, we talked. We talked about the we reason talked. he's needed yeah. to cover us the first two games. Yes. So, cheers for keeping on, boys. Keeping me in the loop from Vancouver. Hey. Here you go. Uh, now, why did the one-handed man cross the road? Don't know. Uh, to get to the second-hand shop. Anyway, Sean, that's one for you to copy there. You'll you'll go down. Uh, Evie Ann Turner is back. Evening, fellas. Friendlies are friendlies, he says. Hopefully, it's a good sign of the team's chemistry going forward. But traditionally, don't put too much weight on them, unlike Sean in lockdown. Uh, I'm wondering if Sean has any of his insider information on the fan mosaic in the Billy Bond stand. What's it supposed Ooh. to look like exactly? Oh, I do know. Experts? I do know. I can't oh, say, that, though. Right. I can't say. What do you mean? You can't say that and then go, no. So, Well, I got told today, but I'm sworn to secrecy. Uh, oh, I, I sure no one there. listens. Come on. All right. I can't say. No, I really can't because I can't even run it on Clarence and you yet. Oh, it's exciting. Though. I think it'll, it'll be really nice. So if, if you, you uploaded your photo. John, did you what, upload so your can photo? It? No. I don't know nothing about it. And they've got a mosaic the club in a the picture of you. Look, all right, I, I think you'll be pleased with it, and uh, it, it probably won't surprise you. That's all I'm saying. I'll be shit. It's not back from uh, the printers yet, so I'm just hoping that actually it gets completed by Saturday because it's Monday now and they haven't got it yet. So typical West Ham. Uh-huh. Uh, right, that's good tonight. So, do, would, did, did the, the Cannon Town lend pictures past the? Uh... Oh, I haven't asked, but I can ask whether yours got through or not. Yeah, yeah if you want well, me to. Be interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's got a West Ham related joke. Uh, how do Hammers players grow such beautiful lawns in the summer? Don't know. They plant snodgrass seeds. That's up there with one of Sean's, that. Dear, yeah, dear. exactly. <clears throat> Don't give up the day job, Evian. Uh, stick to the water, son. Uh, Paul Turner, friend of the show and a personal friend. Uh, what did the zero say to eight? I don't know. What did the zero say to eight? Nice belt. <laughs> hey. Ed Hawthorne. Will the new substitution rules benefit the teams at the bottom of the table or the top of the table more? New new what rules? Substitution rules. Substitution. I don't know. I mean, obviously, the bit you're bigger your squad and you're better your players. One would think it will benefit the people with with bigger squads with better players and and those who've got you know a first team. I don't know. But you've also got a manager who knows how to use substitutes, and I'm not sure that's David Moyes. Not the biggest substitute. Still says differing Dave. It's probably right that it's the players, the squads. 
bigger squads, better players, it would benefit them. All right. Uh, up next, Nick Harvey. Evening, gents. Brady out. Now, now that's out of the way. Well done, Nick. Better get it out of the <laughs> way early. Uh, now that's out of the way, we can talk about two wins, which mean nothing at all. It's all down yeah, to how much the players want it on Saturday and whether Divering Dave's worked out his best 11. He says all of his jokes must be stolen because he's heard them from somewhere else. So today's favourite is I needed a password, eight characters long. So he picked Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Hey. Uh, is Sullivan still speaking to Sean? As it seems Sean had to remind him to dig into his wallet for the rights issue we've been conveniently been forgotten. <laughs> It wasn't forgotten. It, it wasn't forgotten. forgotten. It weren't forgotten. They hadn't forgotten. They didn't sit along and go, do you know what? I, I, I've got more money in my bank. I can't work out why. And Jack went, oh, Dad, you forgot. forgot to pay the money into the club account. Oh, fucking right, sister. I thought I got away with it. Them pesky kids. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go away with it too if it weren't for you pesky kids. Yeah. Go on then. You're not so they, have they paid it then? No, and it's just going through the legal process. End of the... Uh, June and it should appear in company's house in July, just before the payroll's due to pay. John, right. that will tell you something. It's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Alan Woodhouse, he said, this, this is just for you, Sean. Uh, how's Sean getting on with his separate Twitter accounts now that he's one for himself and one for sharing news? <laughs> yeah, I haven't got round to doing that yet, but I will do it. I, I do I, I do take on board what you say about um, moving the automatic Twitter account, the automatic to another account, and I will do that. I, I will make that commitment that um, that will be moved to another account. Yeah, okay. Don't hold your breath. Uh, Mark Mirosovic, Sorgo. Uh, Good evening, boys. He just got the news that Singapore comes out of total lockdown this Friday, but the bars have to close at 10.30 with no TVs. Uh, which means I will have to watch the games at home instead. That's a bit of a bind, isn't it? Uh, looking forward to seeing the Irons once again. Thank you for keeping us all sane. <laughs> Except Sean, who doesn't seem to understand how viruses work. Uh, he, he watched you on <laughs> YouTube chatting about the Palace game. And thanks for that as well. I'm listening to episode 47 as a type and agreed that the old programmes were far better. And gave you exactly what you needed and only a couple of adverts. All local, all relevant to anyone going to Upton Park. Thanks once more, and he can't wait. Cheers, Mark. Uh, Ziggy Stardust is here. David Jones says, evening all. He says, two wins is a promising start, but as we all know, West Ham are renowned for failing at crucial moments. He's got a question for you, Sean. It's like question cool. time for you tonight, Sean. If the Dildo Brothers gave him a special edition blow-up doll for services to West Ham propaganda, would you choose Baroness Brady or Lady Di? <laughs> Fucking keep Go the on. candles away from either one. That's the point. I tell you, I can answer that for you. The fact that Sean had a, a week-long can, candle vigil around his television <laughs> Diana died. Yeah, but no, we, we mentioned this on the podcast while you've been away. This is why they're taking the Mickey, John. I actually right. mentioned this. Yeah, um, we've done this and slaughtered yeah. him for it because I'm. Never and I actually, it. I don't know if it's a week long, John. Oh, Two days it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I think it'd be Diana. Uh, I think it would have to be Lady Diana. Diana. Yeah. 
all that seems a little bit treasonous. Well, I think she's been and gone uh, a long time now, but he's moved on. He thinks he's, so, oh, he's only got eyes for one now. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think blow up doll. Well, it could be another the, one. The could, Baroness. Well, or the Ed Catering. Uh, you or never know. Catering manager. They both look oh, the same anyway. don't say uh, that. That's a, that's, that's <laughs> awful thing to say. We're mates, we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we know. Anyway, <laughs> a bit like your ex-wife. we'll find out Saturday. Uh, evening, chaps. Happy with two wins and for some gameplay after so long. Says Auntie Pen. Oh, uh, Auntie Pen, my favourite auntie. I hope she's keeping safe and well. Keep out of the way. Uh, let's hope we can keep up the momentum for upcoming league games. Uh, the, the, the stolen joke is probably the only joke she's ever remembered. She says, would you call a fish without an eye? Don't know. Fish. Mm. Hey. Hey, makes well me laugh still every time. Next up. Hello, my handsomes. It be Dodsy, Richie Dodds. All right, Dodsy. Who drove all the way to Cornwall at the weekend, by the way. He was probably allowed to see family, isn't he? Which ain't that far from Wing Canton. He's, he's halfway to Yokel he, country anyway. He drove he? to see his dad for his birthday, actually. Yeah, lives in the People's drive, Republic though. of Cornwall. He, he, he takes pictures of lorries on the Empty motorway. Road. Did you yeah. know that Richard Dodds was born in Sheffield, though? Yorkshireman. In where? Uh, Sheffield. Is he? Ah, yeah. Which <laughs> brings me on. <laughs> A great link this to my Bernard Manning. You are you are absolute wonder of the old talented voices. I am. This case yeah, is, you really I, have got these these the, accents down to, to a the T. Uh, eh? Fred, someone who was the Yorkshireman who used to climb up the chimneys and used to be on BBC. Fred, what Fred Bamner from Bibna from Lancashire. <laughs> Oh, was he Lancashire? Oh, Bibna, Bibna. Someone else. So, Yorkshire people talk by breathing, like, out, yeah? And, and yeah. Lancashire, you have to squeeze your nose together, and then you get the Lancashire accent, and they talk like that. You're all right, Cockney. Oh, you're you're going to upset some Lancashire <laughs> and, and Yorkshire and people this that week. That is how they talk. But anyway, back, so, uh, back to my joke about Yorkshiremen. So, Yorkshire yeah. couple go on holiday to Spain, and uh, they like their roast dinner while they're on holiday. And, and the wife comes out and says to her husband, Hey, husband, I, I got no bisto. I left the bisto at home. Oh, said the husband, got to have me bisto. Can't have me dinner without me bisto. And she says, I think there's some English people across the way. Why don't you go and ask them if they have any bisto? Aye, wife, I'll go. Walks up to the door. Man opens the door. Hello, how about any bisto? And the man goes, and shuts the door. Oh, language. There you go. Oh, Weren't racist, me. was it? So there you go. No, That's it was my, just uh... sweary. Oh, well, I can't help it. It's Bernard Manning, isn't it? Ain't my joke. I stole Jesus. it. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, oh dear. Moving on. Uh, all right, my Ansons, he says. He's very happy with the two wins and Alice scoring in both. And here are my normal array of questions. Do you think it would be good to make Declan Royce captain now, going forward yes. like they did? Yeah. Yes. yes. We talked about that. <laughs> right. The next question is quite funny. Has Sean managed to get a lampshade for his room yet? 
<laughs> Look, the, let me tell you, right? The reason that's a special <laughs> smart bulb, it's not supposed to, it's got um, things built into it, so it's not supposed to be on a lampshade because it's a smart bulb. That's the reason why I haven't got a lampshade. All right. Because you, you didn't hear what I said, did you? No, I didn't. I was out. No. What did you say? You went out. You said well, something about it's... going to Ikea or something. Yes, I did. You put the thing down and we all clocked your lampshade. And I said, I want to know. He needs to get down to Ikea to buy a bleeding lampshade. Yeah, light I did bulb. hear that. Yeah. I thought you Look, had. There was only eight listeners anyway. I thought, I thought you had a bed sheet at the window as well, you know, living on some council flat or something. Up in Middlesbrough. That. Have you yeah, managed to set up a. No. Have you managed to set up a Zoom party yet for the first game against Wolves? Well, I haven't yet because I might be busy, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see where I'm going on uh, on the Wolves game. Yeah, we'll see where you'll be. Uh, in the current climate, with them removing TB programs left, right, and centre, do you seriously think you might need to rethink your accents in the future, Nigel, or anything else? No, I don't. Dodge. Well, if it's good enough for Mike Yarwood, he's still around, isn't he? Mike Yarwood, he's dead, isn't he? Well, what, you know uh, they've removed. Do you know they've not, removed in? You know they've removed in between us, um, forty towers. What what what's the um, Britain? What, Little what's Britain. The one where they did Little Britain. Come fly with me. Um, um, mothers. Some not mothers. Some mothers to have. And what was the one where they used to do with the um, um, the one in the in the jungle with the soldiers. It ain't our foot, mum. Yeah. Even though they've not shown, it ain't our foot, mum, for absolute years for that reason. Yeah, but a lot of them were on streaming and on Amazon. No, it ain't our foot, mum. Not. Oh, really? Has not been. You try and find anything. It ain't our foot. I used to love that as a kid. Um, All because the lead Asian character was played by a a white man, Michael something. I remember his name. But, I mean, I grew up watching that. All all I'll say on this, right, my one political statement is... I've got no time for extremists pulling down statues. I've got no time for extremists protecting statues. So let's just get on with life. There you go. Political statement over. There you go. So, sorry, is it what's the in-betweeners has been taken down, is it? Yeah, I don't know why. Sexist. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. World's gone mad, John. Yeah, like, I've, I've, it's really passed me all by this, this last week. I've really not caught up with anything, so... But I mean, oh, I mean, you had that bloke, you know, who, who someone said was a West Ham fan, and Frank, Spurs fan, you know, yeah, and he got fourteen days in prison. Yeah, I heard that on the news today. That I he mean, got... I, I got told he got fined for urinating, and he got the fourteen days for admitting he was a Spurs fan. <laughs> hey, boom, boom, hang on. <laughs> that was the best joke of the night. Not for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Michael Levy Jr., son of Michael Levy. Evening, gents. Son of Michael Levy here. Thanks for the birthday shout-out two weeks ago. What an honour to share a birthday with the Lord man himself, Canning Town, Len. Uh, He'd been a born and bred Canning Town boy myself. There you go, Michael. How good is that? Uh, Any chance of posting me some pie mash to Tenerife? Well, <laughs> actually, it is possible. I'm not sure what what steak the liquor will be. In, Mi- minimum, be uh, minimum. You told me it was a minimum uh, order. Spend though, of a like ten hundred or something. No. Talking of that, how many did you sell last week? 
in the end. How many pints? Do you know what? We sold so many, there weren't even anything left for me. Um, How many? I think it was around the 170 mark. Wow. Is it, and you're still not in the market. You're still doing home delivery. They're, they're, they won't open the market because where we, it's the market's on a, on a parade in, in front of shops. Because of the queues are outside of the shops now, they're saying they can't open our market because it'll affect the queuing. Yeah, there you go. So we're, we're still on the deliveries. Onwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell, right. If I could ask a favour from that questionnaire. Yeah. Is that um, I'm due to be going on holiday to Tenerife in August. How's things on the COVID front in Tenerife? If you could let me know, that'd be great. You go, Mike. That's for you next week. Let us know how Tenerife is. What do you mean on the questionnaire front? Cheers. Well, would I let him in? Yeah. Yeah, they will. How's so, it? Cause so that, 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 I can tell you now, John, because I've just read it, because we're supposed oh, to go I'd to rather Spain. hear it from the horse's mouth. Well, no, it's just been released by um, the... Um, Spanish ministry. So, as from the 21st of June, all Spanish territories will allow UK citizens to go there because I'm supposed to be going to Spain in uh, August. Um, but at the moment, the UK government will insist on a 14-day quarantine when you return. Quarantine when you return. Yeah. But that that's going to change by August. If. Uh, but the uh, other side of that are the hotels and the places. Are all the pools open? Are the bars open? Yeah. Is it yeah. all? Is it you know? It's it's no point going there. Yeah. So what they're I mean, subject there. subject to um, the uh, social distancing. So in pools, like they're putting the sunbeds with families two meters apart, and in pool, you know, you can socially distance in a pool, and the same with the. It's different in Spain, isn't it? A meter, isn't it? I think you're right. It is a meter in Spain, so it will be a meter apart. You're right. Yeah. There's certain. European countries a meter and certain that too, but we'll be down to a meter by July, so I hear. So, uh, so the answer is I'm going. I'm going end of August to um, Club La Costa World, you know, John, um, and yeah. we're hoping that yeah, beyond how we work out when you come back. But I'm the the. It's not a holiday podcast, but. The airlines will not survive if this 14-day quarantine carries on to August, is all I'll say. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There you go. Anyway. But the air would be cleaner. Anyway. You wouldn't mind letting us know from from Tenerife. We have a Tenerife update, Mike, please. Thank you. Uh, And let me know what school you went, Mike. I'd like to know. Probably Eastley, but I've got mates that went Eastley. I'm not knocking it. Uh, how many points can use lot see us getting from the next five fixtures? He's a pessimist, maybe he says, and he can only see two, maybe four at best against Newcastle oh. and Burnley. Next, next five games, um, we've got Wolves, uh, Spurs, 11. Chelsea. What some virtual, some, um, they. For, for, sorry, how, from all the remaining nine games? No, he says five. You're not listening. All oh, right, sorry. Yeah. Five. I reckon five points. Yeah, five points. I agree with that. Five points. Yeah. I don't, 11 I'm in total. The, the Sun did a, a, a artificial intelligence supercomputer and it said West Ham finished 16th from 38 points. It must be true. Sponsored by the Sun, can't be wrong. So we survive. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, personally, I think after you know, I can see us being in the bottom three after the Tottenham game, if not before. Oh, shocking! But don't panic, people. And this is the problem. Don't panic. We've got to look to Mr. the Manorin. Watfords and the Norwiches and the Aston Villa games later down the road. <sighs> Thanks as always for the great pod. This is Michael. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, the chauffeur's back, Paul Nolan. Beep, beep. Uh, well, at least we have two wins, and it's all practice pre the restart. Let's hope they can carry it on against Wolves. What about the 3.30 minutes played against Palace? Was this to accommodate Zoom viewing? <laughs> they didn't have to pay. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, very good. Very good. Has anyone yeah. responded <laughs> to the request to be a face in the crowd from the club? Well, I sent my claret and... Uh, my claret. Oh, what am I doing? Sorry, Len. I sent my Cantan Lin picture in. Let's see if it makes the yeah, cut. Yeah, I, I sent a picture in. I sent Huey's picture in. All right. I sent my slimmer one in, not the <laughs> not the new fatter oh. one with grey hair that he did. Didn't uh, send mine in. Didn't even know it was happening, Sean. Uh, you have to read the website. Yeah, I don't. Well, you no. only follow the charlatans now, although you did break your rule. What you said last week is you said, I don't go on Twitter anymore, and then you replied to one of my... Tweets going, nap, that's not going to happen. And someone actually replied to you and went, I thought, I thought you only followed the charlatans. Nowadays. I, I, I can't help myself from going, no, that's not <laughs> true. No, it's not. Every time your automated things come up. Uh, see, people well, listen. When, obviously, obviously, when you do the podcast and stuff and send out all the things, I get a load of notifications. So yeah. I was just yeah. clearing down my notifications. It I was funny when myself. one of our listeners went, sure, I thought you only followed, what was his name? That was Paul Turner. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, it was Paul Turner. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. So, he's right. 
<sighs> all right. Has anyone ordered a program of Wolves yet? And will you be ordering the others if you have? Maybe worth Limited something. edition, by the way. They're only doing a limited yeah. print run. So right. it might Get be a bit early. of a collector's item, Nigel. Right. Yeah. Maybe worth something like my son's Euro 2020 ball. You never know. Uh, also wanted to say you are the worst recruitment agency going as there's still no offers of work. Uh, so if you need any consulting on your business, uh, check out Paul Nolan, <laughs> the business consultant. Uh, yeah. So he says, talking to work, he wants to say happy birthday to his old boss, David Baker. Oh, yeah. It's David oh, Baker's from the OSB uh, birthday today. So happy go. birthday, David. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul used happy to sell birthday. sunglasses then. Is that right? Paul? I thought he was a business consultant. He sold sunglasses. Well, the, David owns his own sort of uh, optical business now. So uh, he's a big cheese. Is he? My dad's, yeah. my dad's family were opticians when they arrived in the country. Well, not when they arrived in the country, Wait. but they actually had to shop. He makes glasses, the actual lenses. Yeah, no, they were, when I say opticians, they were optometrists or whatever they're called. And they had their own shop oh. in Oxford Street. And one of them actually lived at the Savoy. And it all there you down. go. Yeah, that was my dad's there family. There you go. Very. Happy uh, birthday, Mr. Baker. Yeah, happy birthday, Dave. Big 6-0. Yeah, try not to have a pick an argument with Whistle Ramage United. But here we go. Yeah. And here is my joke to the person that stole my selfie stick. Uh, take a good look at yourself. Many <laughs> <laughs> uh, left. Uh, yeah, only a couple, uh, including Mary, who's got a good few questions. Uh, Ed Hughes says, gents, given the media blackout, it's hard to know what these wins mean. Positive performances are the key to build momentum in what will be a tough restart. Was surprised in Gaki was involved. Are they still trying to convince him he'll get game time? He's got a Talked joke about though. That. What did the ghost say to the bee? Nope. Oh no. Booby. <laughs> oh, God. We, I tell, I tell <laughs> you, the, the, the more than just a it's podcast. Not a joke podcast. Uh, Come on, move on. Yeah, I, I asked a question about jokes because someone stole yeah, a joke. Uh, watching people queuing up outside shops in an orderly manner and some less orderly, do you think this increases the chance of at least partial reopening stadiums before Christmas? Ooh, good question. When will we get in? Um, it's a good question. And I, I, I wrote an article about um, oh. there's no better stadium for social distancing than the London Stadium because the seats are wider apart. We've got 66,000 for 60,000, and therefore you can separate if it, it comes down to a metre. The concourses are nice and breezy, as you remember, John, and really wide. So actually, it's perfectly set up for socially distancing. That said, I can see um, the season opening, or, or behind closed doors to begin with, and maybe reducing capacity to, to 25 or 30,000. I'm afraid I can't, I don't see this year sixty thousand people being in the London Stadium. Well, we don't think we've ever had sixty thousand in the London Stadium. Sean, to be fair, but anyway, oh, I knew you that's, say that. Go on. that's another well, question. Cut, it's not true. It's been a couple of concerts, Guns and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> couple of concerts have got them in. exactly. Yeah. And I'll caveat that, Sean, by saying I don't think we. Yeah. yeah. Go on, John. You when when, when you say yeah. we. You go to every bloody concert there is. I mean, you go to baseball, you go to every concert. So when you say we, I mean, you're at the London Stadium more than you are, you know, in your Essex village. Yeah. 
John was going to say something if he could remember before you rudely interrupted him John. again. Sorry. Oh, uh, no, I've gone. No, he's gone. Carry on. <sighs> right. The Maid Marian. The Welsh Widows of Wales, who lives in England. Uh, questions for all of you. Interesting reply last week on the club only giving back £30 for a Spurs ticket, which cost supporters £31. Now, you need to listen to this, Sean, because he's got this good. Oh, go on, then. This raises a further three questions. Firstly, as the club add an extra 3.33% to cover the cost of using Ticketmaster, in effect paying them, is this a breach of the Premier League agreement of charging no more than £30 a ticket? No. Is it no. a breach? Booking fee no. is allowed right, within okay. the Premier League rules. Short and sweet yep. for a change. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So that... Second question. As the £1 is a charge levied by Ticketmaster and again equates to 3.33% of the total cost of a ticket, why does the club allow Ticketmaster to charge 10% for Ticket Trader and in fact keeping more money than they should? Surely this should be the same percentage. It's a service that is offered. That money goes, they say the scheme is quite complex. It uses software. The club didn't want to play for the extra software or build it themselves. So that was the deal on offer. Their contract is with Ticketmaster rather than see tickets they had before. You know, what can I say? All I can say is that 10% doesn't go to the club. It goes to Ticketmaster. In, in an, when they renewed the deal. No, with but the is it partner. not a thing that the club... But is this not something that should be pointed out to the club that actually 3.33% of an away ticket is levied and yet for a home ticket, they're taking 10%. Well, you're, you're selling and buying though. You've got... Now you could say, well, all right, so why isn't it twice the fee? It's but, a question you're selling you and buying. Ask. Well, I have asked this. I, I, I've actually said to the club, why don't you absorb the um, uh, the admin fee that goes to Ticketmaster within your amount? So give someone 100% back of the ticket and then um, and then absorb it when you resell it for, for retail price. Bearing in mind, the they're getting extra price. money for that ticket. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. And I have That's put that. I'm and saying. they said, yeah, yeah, but no. And they said, we are competitive with our with our fellow rival clubs. If you look at that as a more generous numbers, yeah. so I haven't done a full survey, but I can just tell you that was the answer. And it's a question but, I brought up at the ticket meet in which you the, were at, you know, I have brought this up and I'm sure you yes, can. But the problem with that times. Think, yes. Thinking back to it, the problem with that is because the Premier League is a club, which each owned one, one share of, they make it like a cartel. Yeah. So West Ham now using that as a get out, yeah, where they could be a, they could be the, the the exception to the rule, but they choose not to be because right. But some it, clubs don't even offer you to sell. I'm just saying, some clubs clubs don't well, offer. You know, there you go. And let me tell you two things no, about absolutely. this. Number one, some clubs clubs don't offer a, a ticket exchange. Secondly. West Ham offer something far superior than most other clubs. And you know what this is. You are allowed to download your own ticket and give it to someone else. Now, if behind the scenes you'd have yeah, to I'll sell do. it, that's between you and the other person. But if you don't like this, you can actually, and you know people who do this, you're allowed to download your ticket to an email, a PDF, and sell it, sorry, give it to someone else. 
right? That as a private transaction. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't like the ten percent, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you haven't, because it would be breaking your terms and conditions if you sold it. I'm sure you gave it away as a prize or something, Nigel. Otherwise, you'd be a ticket tout, and I'd, I'm sure you're not going to admit to being a ticket tout. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. That's another story. Uh, and uh, Miriam then says, as it's our own t- ticket office, which seemingly sends out your way tickets, who pays for the stamps? And if it's the club, does Karen with the two R's know? Uh, it does get sent out from... Uh, two arses. Blimey. It does get sent out from uh, uh, the ticket office and, and not Ticketmaster. They do print the, oh. the paper tickets at, um, at the London Stadium Club we store. We pay for the stamps then. We do. God, I'm surprised she ain't worked that out and gone, you know, £1 plus well, postage. Well, she's listening. She'll probably Don't give put on another ideas. 27p for a first-class stamp. How much is a first-class stamp now? Right. Question... About, I don't know, 50p? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I buy my books at 10. I can't even tell you how much I pay. Question for Sean. Do you think the club is ripping supporters off by charging £4.49 inclusive of postage and packaging for match day programmes when they don't even have to pay the young kids who normally sell them and the fact that they will know exactly how many to print? Surely they should have been cheaper now. What I will caveat that is, I will double check now. Answer that question, Sean, and I'll and I'll tell you what I pay. Uh, Four ninety nine for postage and packing. Hold up, because I've ordered all five. So, so I've um, got a receipt. So, I guess I, I I don't know the answer. All I know is it's a standard fee of five quid four ninety nine for any postage and packing from the store. Um, but if you have them all at once, I don't think you get charged for each one. So you can have as much as you want within the one postage and packing. Um, I don't know if the question was about the price of programs, but the same price it's always yes. been. You know, it's a no, very limited run. £3.50. Yeah. And um, basically... I think sorry, you only I'm get... If, if you have all five at the same time, you'll get charged one fee. I mean, that that's... I th- off the top of my head, I thought I paid £17 something for the five. Uh, sorry, bear with me. Well, I've well, got £17.50 for five. £17.50 yes, £17. for five. That's what I yeah. think I paid, yeah. £17.50. And then there's no places you're packing in that. Well, this is what... Um, I can't anyway, we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, I'll I'll try and track down the supply receipt. and demand in in the capitalist society. People will only pay what they're prepared to pay for goods, and therefore supply and demand. If people thought it was too expensive, then um, then they uh, they wouldn't buy it. All right, here we go. Got it. Uh, oh, don't tell me what I paid. It was weird. I'll tell you the one thing I will say. It was weird. Because you had to go into your, your ticket account to buy the programs. And, and you had to choose them, each individual game, and then go all the way back to the beginning again. So I wanted to buy all five. Uh, and, and then you had to do one individually. And it took me about 10, 15 minutes to sort out. Um, so here we go. I paid £17.50. Oh, with a £4.95 postage fee. Yeah. 
or all yeah. five. So I paid twenty two forty five. Yeah, yeah, so that's paid, right. Yeah. So what did I pay? That's a pound a, a program, isn't it? For postage. This is this is riveting podcast. Well, no, listen, mate, you've pulled up a lot worse <laughs> shit than that, so don't start, right? <sighs> okay, John, you still awake? Oh, but just barely, mate. Right. He's got gen- a question gen- for you. Genuinely, this this length of podcast does me. Oh, bear with it, mate. <laughs> this is early days yet. This is early days yet. So, one for John and Nigel. Was there any repercussions for the one with the special relationship when he printed that story in the club cash fiasco? Is there any updates? No. I don't. So there was no repercussions. I, I printed my, my story about the club cash fiasco. And I didn't get a single of call. Of your story. Yeah. Yeah. How um, how all the money went to my... Um, I wonder if they've sorted out my club cash. What do you reckon? What are you doing the last one? I'll check on air. Go on. Yeah, go and check if you get club cash, yeah. whether they've put it... I bet they haven't. Um, <laughs> they probably haven't. They probably never no. read it. No. Go on. Well, then again, when you publish it at like half past ten at night, deliberately... Oh, um, that's a bit under blow the belt i did what i you know you baited me to print the story and i printed it so yeah i passed 10 at night and then quickly put another one in straight away over the top yeah you know he thinks we're stupid this is the thing he thinks we're stupid i still haven't got my club cash there you go that's a good day idea sean well done uh it's uh oh cool jazz steady ass so about a kiriaku greek wow Good evening, Jensen. Thanks for coming on the shows recently. Ooh, our viewing figures are rocketed. Eight viewers for the QPR <laughs> review and in the double figures for the Palace review. All oh, thanks to Nigel and Sean. Let's be honest, yeah. I smashed nearly 6,000 last Wednesday, or over 6,000 when I was on. I don't know what happened there, but a lie for me. Um, but still, now, he says they don't want to ask an Ngakia question because he's been done to death. He'd rather focus yeah. who plays in midfield in the attacking roles with Noble missing the Palace game. This must surely be down to injury, Sean, or is he being rested for the Wolves game? Sorry, uh, which one down to injury? Mark Noble. Sorry, say that again? Is Mark Noble injured? No. No, no. he's not. So he was rested? No, it- uh, I don't even think he was rested. So he wasn't injured and he wasn't rested. So he was Correct. dropped then. Yes, yes. In my my, my understanding was he was dropped. Yeah. All right. Still, then. Ooh, Sean. Can you shed any more light on the story about this meeting tomorrow by the Newham Advisory Group? What are the chances of them rejecting West Ham playing their fixtures? Shut up and let me answer the question. Go on then. Rejecting West Ham playing their fixtures at London Stadium. If this is what they decide, where would West Ham play our own games? (laughs) Now, this was a story I wrote because I happen to know who the chair of the um, London Stadium Safety Advisory Board is. She works for Newham. Her name is Sheila Roberts. So I emailed her and said, oh, I haven't seen your minutes for... February yet and uh, are you having any special meetings before kickoff and she said well funny you should say that because we're having an extraordinary meeting this Wednesday to decide whether the game can go ahead and I thought great that's a great story I mean 
I can't see him saying no. Can you imagine the, the chaos if if Newham Council? I mean, you've got Newham Council, Westfield, the stadium owners. You've got London Fire Brigade, TfL, etc. The police, obviously, uh, all stakeholders, ambulance, all the stakeholders, except one group, of course. No fans. No, actually. So here you go. She did ask me, <laughs> have you got any questions for supporters? So I have put some questions to be read out at the meeting tomorrow. I didn't oh. ask every other support that, but I have put some questions. There you go. Everyone can rest assured that the, 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 the vans have spoken. Uh, <laughs> well, she asked, so I, I gave some fan-related questions. But look, I don't know. I, although they have the power um, to stop the game going ahead because they're safety, if, if they thought that covid there was danger of covid they could they could stop it but look they're not gonna are they i mean you can imagine if newham council went nope you're not playing i mean what would happen hackney marches jumpers for goalposts i mean Leighton orient i don't know where would you play don't matter where you play play it rush anyway rush is that all the questions uh, one more <laughs> uh, Stelliostin says what do you call a cow with no legs don't know one for the vegetarians grand beef Round beef. Right, we done? I've got one funny thing to point out. Go on. Well, apparently, Facebook has suggested pages more than just a podcast would like. Yeah, you ready? Go on. West Ham Irons. Right. Seattle Hammers. Yeah. And Ferguson Tractor Restoration. <laughs> what have you been doing, Sean? You've been Go looking on. at tractors, Sean. I think that's one of Dodds, though, so. isn't it? Ferguson Tractor Restoration. Anyway, uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I am uh, Super 6. Germany results have helped me. I am now six points away from first place. I'm in second place, just six points behind the leader. I've given you the, the top ten. I don't know where you are, Nigel. But I don't but think the leader's taking part, is he? He is. He is. Have a look. He took part in every week. I just was outperforming him. Oh, did he? So, yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we have. Um, I am going to ask quick I know we did it last week. We'll do it quick. Uh, have you changed your prediction for Saturday, John? I didn't hear you then. Say that again. Prediction for Saturday, Wolves. Prediction for Saturday. Oh, I can't remember. I think I said 1-1, I think. Okay. Nigel. Away win. Away win to Wolves. And I still go for 1-0 win. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Bernard Manning. And John has been... Waiting to finish. See ya. Bye. Bobby Moore. More Come than on, you are. Podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 